I should probably pull this microphone in so I can play that fucking music, Adam. How bad would it be if I sit here for like two hours and the microphone was that far away? And I, <laughs> yeah. I look at the track, I play it back. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. I'm like in the other room. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 27 of Real Estate Podcast. I am Travis. I'm Adam. And I am Griffin. He didn't even protest. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. That was, I was if he scared, said no, he... I was just going to go in. I was like, it's funny, we probably would have both done it at the same time. Yeah, right. So, uh, what do we watch this week? We watched Corey White's pick. It follows. And I think it followed me on the way home from work. <laughs> <laughs> Were you paranoid after watching No, nah, I wasn't paranoid, but I was just like, it was creepy. That's a creepy idea. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I man. Clever idea on, like, a human's fear of being oh, mocked <laughs> or being watched for that matter. Well, and it you changes, know? so it's not always the same person. And you got to find them. Oh, the- I know you guys saw it walking around in the background several times. Oh, yeah, for sure. You could just see yeah. it coming. Yeah, it's always there. It's never going to stop. Here's what I well, thought, I mean, though. Like, Could you go well, to, like, I mean, Hawaii not- or somewhere? Would it go through the water? Or would it get on, it, like, a plane never- and ride a boat? Like, I assume it, it suffers the Jason Voorhees syndrome. It's it's going to get to you just... It, it's just chasing the curse. When. Yeah. yeah. There's some curse, and it's like, I got to get my hands on that. What about when it finally got its hands on it, and it was like, <laughs> like some yeah. kind of super... Cu- <laughs> well, it was like... This thing busted a super well, nut. Like <laughs> one thing, one thing I noticed was, uh, I thought it was weird that even though if you if you didn't have it, I guess we'll refer to it as that. If you didn't have it, you didn't see it. But God proves that you can physically touch it. Yeah, and it can touch you and fuck yeah. you up. <laughs> um, so. Well, I don't know if I don't know what type of budget this movie was rocking with, but like I felt like it would have been interesting to have some scenes where you know since it can physically be touched and felt, you know, you just have those moments where people are like, "What was that?" Oh yeah. Uh, you- the movie's the movie's time period stood out to me too. It was very detached from like any one timeline. Yeah, I like that. Um, was that a, uh, was that a birth control holder that chick was holding as a phone? Was it a phone though? I thought it was like a little e-reader. Something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I guess that's a thing. I mean, why was that in the movie? I was like, what are they trying to do here? (laughs) What fucking year is it? (laughs) Well, it was one of those, it was one of those movies that went for aesthetic. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What Um, do you, uh, what do you think the budget was? Pretty cheap. What do I think? Just ballpark. I say, I say it's under five. Two million. Mil. Yeah, you're right. Two million. What's <laughs> up? I swear to God, I didn't look it up. <laughs> swear to God. Guess, guess how much it grossed? How much? Almost a little over fourteen and a half million. It's a good fucking markup there. Yeah, for real, right? Good job. 
Well, you know yeah, that was well, cheap remember, to make because it didn't well, have remember, anything in it. Like, well, I remember at the time that it came out, it was uh, it had quite the buzz across a lot of uh, a lot of various entertainment, you know, review sites it. and stuff. It's my first go around. I, I didn't either. It slipped under the radar. I remember at one point, I believe you've seen it before, right, Griffin? Oh yeah, I've got it. Um, I believe it was you that had actually recommended it to me at one point, and it's just one of them that I never got a, got around to. Yeah. Um. Well, I watched this movie whenever me and Marina first started dating. This movie came out. Um. And we were going to go to the movies and watch it, but the only place it was playing was in Gadsden, and some shit happened. We didn't get to go see it in theaters. And then it finally came out, and I was the trailer looked so interesting. I was like, I got to see this. I got to see this. And I finally watched it. And I like it this time more than I did the original time, that I, the first time I watched it, you know. Um, but I got it at a bargain at yeah. Walmart. But were you alone this time? Yeah, I've watched it by myself both times. Okay. Yeah, I was going to watch it with her, but she she had to go to bed. And then the first time I watched it, it was, you know, we didn't live together at that, moment, at that point. So yeah. I can watch whatever I want when she's asleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> TV's mine. Yeah, my TV. No more Sons See of Man. tomorrow, baby. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So um, I just want to set it up a little bit. All right. Um, so spin the yard. Yeah. So it opens with a girl running out of her house, right? Yeah. And she's screaming, and you don't see what's happening. And then the oh. camera is just in one place, but it spins around and it stays focused on her. And she's looking at something. The neighbors are like, "What's happening right now? We don't understand." She runs around the house, runs back inside. I guess gets the keys, drives off. Then, like, calls her, her dad comes out and's like, What's happening? She's like, I gotta go. And um, she goes to the beach, calls them, tells them that, you know, she loves them and all this stuff. And then it shows our first body of the film. She gets her fucking leg broke. Oh like, my God. Damn. Off. Like, <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker was uh, folded up like a damn soda can, man. Yeah, like a pretzel. Yeah, it was bad. Like, yeah. I was like, What the hell did that? It got a hold of that yeah. ass. What is it? <laughs> well, it can Some be thing. anything. <laughs> yeah, I real. think it's people that it's killed. Well, I that too. but then it was looking, or, it was showing old people. Well, so not, it's like it. Well, oh, it's well, it. Oh, okay. Well, not necessarily victims, but just. No. It could take the shape of people. Yeah, because it would like, look at like her dad. Have, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, and then it. Didn't it look like the kid? The boy, like when she was looking out the window and she saw the the boy walking up to his own house, oh, yeah, and trying well, to. Get, oh, that saying. thing that I came like through the, the door was like super creepy. <laughs> Which time? Yeah. No, nah, hey, and see that's this was the creepy time when that big tall motherfucker came tromping down the hallway, dude. <laughs> that was I was like, no, nah, man, you better kill yourself. <laughs> this is over. You got to check out because here's the yeah. thing. You don't want that thing to get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but real. think about it. Like Stephen King's it. And it, it looks like whatever you're afraid of or just something, you know, you, you don't even right. really see the real it. 
I mean, I'm just saying it follows. Uh, we didn't see no clowns, but this could be a prequel. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> no. are, you talk, are, you, are we talking spiritual successor here? Yeah, well, this is a <laughs> that's a segment. Uh, it follows. Yeah. Um. So the dude romances a girl. Hey, the girl then, that died though. That was the girl he he screwed before this one. Yes. And yeah. she died, so he had to go out and find another one. Yeah, he had to find another victim. Yeah, to get it off of him. He's like, get this thing off my back, man. So is this, well, so was this, was it, was, I guess we'll, we'll keep it as it. Was it a metaphor for STDs? Or whatever uh, happened the first time with that? Like, I don't know, man. Just, well, I mean, the only, the only way you could get it was through sexual intercourse, obviously. That was how you passed so, it on. Or something really bad happened I mean, one time when some people were having it was, sex. <laughs> it was pretty much just STD the movie. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, and but she's she acted like, okay, so he has sex with her and then knocks her out and ties her to this um Well, he wanted her to see it because if she didn't see it, well, I mean, he, she he, would he die even, like... He even, he even confronts her about it like, and she reacts the same way somebody would if you were like, hey, I know we did some shiggy diggy back there, but like, I got some stink on this shit, man. Like, <laughs> sorry. It's worse well, than like, AIDS. Like, you've yeah. got it now. Like, yeah. I mean, how could it be I mean, worse than AIDS? I mean, some motherfucker's going to show up and kill you. It could be your dad, your grandma, I mean, your dog. I mean, like, you're going to wish you had AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> they need to redo this movie and put like celebrities. Like a dead Elvis yeah. coming after you, like, oh my god, just fat, you know, you black know, and blue, pale, bloated dead Elvis. You know who would survive? It follows who Magic Johnson, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. well, no, he's still it. running from it. What if that's what happens when you get AIDS? Like, this thing comes after oh you and my. kills you, and they just tell us oh, it's a disease because I mean, you can't if, like, see it. Or what if at the end when they when when at the pool scene when the blood starts flowing oh. everywhere? What if it was Ron Jeremy's body that just floats up to the top? Oh my god, like, big dig swinging. Like, or fucking uh or hell, even Danny DeVito a la penguin style from Batman Returns. Oh god. Like, <laughs> coming up like when he came up on that rise and he was like ah! and his little, yeah, you know, his little Danny DeVito the, he, he, penguin clothes. And the pen- the whole penguin Paul Bear shit, oh, you man. know. Like, <laughs> Penguin Parker. That's, that's fucking. I mean, it's a band name. Penguin Parker. It's like where'd that come from? It's a funny story behind that. I feel, I, feel, I feel like it's a. I feel like it's a gamer tag. You'd see that somewhere in like a. Kill would you know cam, what like he was talking would, about? Like if you looked at that, would you be like, Danny DeVito, Batman? <laughs> It'd probably take Penguin, a minute. Penguin Paul Bear. Yeah. Holy shit! Or whatever. <laughs> So, um, now I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna have your tube sounds gonna be a penguin. Like, like I, I, I will <laughs> say this I will say this the soundtrack was really cool. I liked it, like an um, 80s keyboard vibe going on. Well, yeah, it, it was very uh, John Carpenter ish. Yeah, um, I'm sure it had a lot of other like nods to other people that I, I'm not it's aware very of. Very good camera work, yes, very yeah, good. That too. The movie was shot well, like, very well. Well, the uh, the school one shot that stands out to me was the school shot, and it was the one where it does oh, like it's one yeah. of the 
one of the spin shots where it goes like a full 360 yeah and then it points back at the office and they're in there you know yeah, yeah. and i always noticed that the camera was always moving yeah it yeah does. it's still like it there was a lot of still lot. shots it well you know and they also did a lot of uh you know, shots where either it was slowly moving forward or slowly moving away. It's yeah. creepy. Um, yes. I don't know. I like that. I like movies that have that fluid, like, motion to it, I guess. I know. Cameraman for this movie. Cinematographer. Good yeah. job. Yeah, for real. Hats off to yeah. you. Because you, you pretty much, I mean, they carried it, kind of, you know, with their yeah. camera work. It was like, ooh. Yeah. Well, I have a few questions. Okay, the first question is, are they in high school or, or is she in college? I don't think they're in college. I think it's that in-between area. Well, she went to school at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah, that look, I mean, they really they never it, said, but probably a high school, right? Well, all right, so my next question is, how are they all related, the girls, you know what I mean? Because, like, the one girl is the sister, but who the fuck is the other girl? The girl Why that eats there? all the time? Yeah. And they, were, always and they were very... And they were all very easily convinced that what was happening was happening. Yeah, right? Well, it was... I was... I mean, not, it was... No, nah, I would have been convinced when I saw something holding her hair up. I would have been like, I believe her. We going home, yeah. you know? Like... Well, I mean, even before that, though, they were kind of ride or die with her. Well, like, yeah. Before that. They, they well, had a few like scenes they, where they were like, uh, you don't believe me, do you? And they're like, well, you know, we believe that you're upset about something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think that that had to do with um, when dude after dude, you know, ties her up and that whole scene happens. He rolls up to the house, gets out of oh, the car yeah. and just, you know, and she's in like. The guy it, dumped her out. The cops came. Well, it's yeah. almost like, well, they almost, they're, they're convinced that that guy probably raped her. Yes. Yes. So whatever I mean, she says, they're going to have to like kind of comfort her in some way, whether that be like, believe this ridiculousness that's going on, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, so they just assume that maybe this whole movie was her coping with the fact that she was raped. Up until a specific point, because the... Yeah. The one, the one kid kind of held it all, all grounded. The the dude with the long hair because he's yeah. like, I don't know if I believe what the fuck is happening. I like, think he just wanted to bang one of them. <laughs> really, yeah, he, he just he, he just wanted to piss off Paul. He was the older yeah, right. kid. He was like smoking uh-huh. weed and drinking. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, like I, I, I she's I, like, I need someone I to see, sleep with I me. I could see that guy in a Breakfast Club remake. Oh, yeah. He was that dude. Yeah. She's like, somebody's got to sleep with me for me to pass it on. He's like, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the least I can do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> and he did. Right there in the Didn't hospital. Even. Yeah, fuck it. Swing. He was, and he was going to, he wasn't gentle at all. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm surprised her heart monitor wasn't going crazy. But, she uh, was just trying to get rid of it too. She's like, she just turned her head to the side, like, "Please work. take it from me." My thing was, was she gets it? She doesn't see anything for a couple of days. But it had to walk like, to her. Well, is that the? Does it reset every time you pass it? You know what I mean? 
because what well, it well, well it never established a point of origin. Uh, and it was still after him from. too. So whatever he thought, he was like, "I'm gonna pass it on." No, bitch, it's still after you. You just gave it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that that's that's where the it was STD still after him. Yeah, in, man. Like, like like he still got the shit. He just passed. He just smeared a little on her. Like well, it's gonna spread <laughs> and then. Just imagine I mean, if it just spread and spread and spread, and then like the whole world was infected with it. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's know? what that movie was. I think that movie was promoting it. If you have it, fuck it, spread it. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call them? Bee catchers? Yeah. <laughs> Bug what? catchers? Yeah. Remember people that want to get AIDS so they don't have to worry about. Oh, that was a trippy YouTube video right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if bug you chasers, seen, bug, bug chasers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. I like that yeah. better. <laughs> they I for mean, damn sure ain't pitching. No. Have you uh, sounds like a that sounds like a really crappy uh, Discovery show. Bug, bug chasers. Oh, have you seen that video, Trav? No, I haven't. It's these. It's these mostly gay guys, right? Mostly. <laughs> If it's I mean, about as fucked, if it's as fucked up as that video called Earthlings, I don't think I no. give a shit about watching it. I understand it, why you say mostly, but no, but wasn't that who it was focused on? Oh yeah, most definitely. It was, yeah, it was mostly the homosexual community, and it's these guys that um, they want to catch AIDS. Yeah, they want to so get it know, over with. Yeah, so they know they have it and they can just live their life out. Yeah. Without having to worry about catching it, which is like what a terrifically stupid idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, to each their own. (laughs) (laughs) Some people chasing uh, AIDS, like I want it, give it to me. I mean, I can under if you're going to be that promiscuous, whatever. Um, (laughs) you, you know, I mean, I I can understand. That's like um. Let's get it Somebody, over with so they don't have to well, wait on well, it. Well, no, if, if, you're, if you're that promiscuous, like, you need help. Like, you need counseling. Well. Like, that's a, well, no, I mean, that that's a that's that's a very absurd amount of sex. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen on the day already. But, I mean, if it's like, if you're having, if, if you're doing someone in the morning and then doing someone else at night, and probably a few in between. No, like, you need to see the video, man. They were going to like dungeons with like, like 20 orgies. and 30 guys there and, yeah, like, you know, thing. strapping down in some kind of hold, a thing that would hold them down and just letting like 30 dudes rail on them. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it was fucking a, weird. Well, and that was, that's how they got their kicks. Though. Yeah. Like that's, they were into I that mean, humiliation, man, whatever. You know? I mean, you know. To each their own. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, that, 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 no, no, that, that, that's not that's not some to each their own shit. That's full blown damage right there. There's something up. I mean, dude, if you want to catch age, they need to like take you and like, like we want to show you someone well, that's I, dying. I, I, I'm just right saying, now. if you got if if you've got to get your rocks off like that, that means Daddy did more than spank you and hug you. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you bent over a little more often than you should have. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, all right, back to this movie. Okay, (laughs) bug chaser, catcher, whatever. Aside, Um, 
Can shit. I talk? I want to talk about this this ending for a minute. Oh man. Okay. Oh, you mean you mean you mean just like where it just cuts to credits? <laughs> no, I'm talking about them in the a little fucking bit before that. Yeah. Them at the pool with like everything imaginable plugged into every outlet and she's in the middle. Yeah. I, at first I was like, good idea, but then I was like, bad idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, then like, that scene, with that scene, I was waiting for a uh, white rabbit to kick in. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> too much, man. Yeah. You fucked too much. Yeah, well, here's my thing. Like, I mean, I guess I could understand, like, it would take a very high amount of electricity to, like, like, why, like, why did she not die at any too point? Too much water, right? Any of that? I, I mean, I'm, come I'm, I'm, no, I'm no scientist, but I feel like, I feel like at some point she should have been either, if not, like, she should have been at least incapacitated. Like, it should have just, like, jolted her, like, unconscious or something. Maybe not have killed her all the way or what have you, but. It walked in the room, looked around, and was like, I know exactly what to do. Yeah, fuck this. Like, somebody tried to do that before. So so they were trying to kill it with electricity. It was just throwing. I mean, it knew. well, I, I figured they just went straight Ghostbusters on it. They were just like, maybe if we shock it oh, enough. Yeah. <laughs> but it came in the room and was like, not today, Mr. Jackson. You know, like, <laughs> uh, I started kicking the shit, throwing it at her. This this thing was or, vicious. Yeah, it, well, like, you know, continuing on with our joke, he probably walked in and was like, I see you got all these appliances hooked up. That's awfully dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Let me want, help you. Yeah, you want one of these to fall in. bitch you gonna die yeah today um it was creepy yeah apologies now i'm here hey when we (laughs) saw the dad on the roof was that the dad i was well he came to the thing and and they were like who is it and the kid's like you don't even want to know yeah and then later on you see like a picture of her dad yeah that was him right that was throwing shit at her yeah that was him yeah okay when she saw him standing on top of the house naked, yeah, did that mean that like he did something to her? Uh, she saw him that way, and it was a fear. I'm just saying, maybe she saw him naked. And then when he came into the pool house, he had like what was that? Like a jumpsuit, a wife beater. Yeah, it was wearing I mean, some clothes. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess Daddy wasn't ready to stop. <laughs> <laughs> It came in though and looked around and was like, "Mm -mm. (laughs) y'all ain't doing this. Somebody tried this before. Like this shit Uh, don't work either. Let me show you why. (laughs) He was dude was trying to shoot it and shot girl in the leg. Yeah. It was like, yeah, come on. How do you shoot something you can't see? I mean, they had to do something to keep that character relevant. I mean, she pretty much was just background the whole time. Wait, we have to talk about how it killed the dude with the long hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because okay. we've skipped to them. we got to talk about this death scene. It's the only time we see it in action. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So set it up for us, Adam. Well, it's like she sees dude walking down the road, and he's like, he's walking all like, he's in a bit of a hurry. Yeah. He's walking a little faster <laughs> well, than some I, of the other ones. Well, I, I almost thought that it answered the glass breaking as like, it's just this motherfucker sleepwalking. Uh-huh. Well, because I figured they're, they're, they, they've been subtle throughout the whole film. I feel like a subtle answer like that would be like, oh, okay, he's just a fucking dipshit that doesn't sleep right. You know, like, 
Yeah, but it broke a window to get into her house. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? How come it's got to come through the window? Like, it can't come to the door? Oh. Oh, it tried (laughs) to open the door. Like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, a couple of times. Well, I mean, that's about how every, that's about how every other, like, weird rapey things ever happened that came through the window. (laughs) She followed it up the stairs, looked down at the end. His mom's beating on the door with one titty hanging out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And when he yeah, opens one, the door, it one, fucks him up. Yeah, that's something else I noticed too. There was a lot of one one tittage going on. Yeah, yeah. All right, with half a titty. Like, it's better than no titty, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's some creepy tits at that. Yeah. I mean, fuck. It and jumps on. With, and, and what was with the eyes, man? Like the people had like hollowed out or burn looking eyes or some shit. Like that's it, man. Yeah. It's like in the afterlife they read they read Catcher in the Rye and was like I must go rape mortals. Now they looked <laughs> at the fucking uh, Ark of the Covenant, man. Oh shit! <laughs> that, that's what that, that's what happens if you barely lift the lid. You turn yeah. into these things. Yeah. Like you, that's where it came from. Yeah, it flew out real quick. Can't catch me. So it jumps on this dude and fucks him to death, basically, right? Yeah, something like that. I he mean, goes American Gods like, on his ass. Come and come, rolling down her arms and shit. Like it was quick. Yeah, it didn't take long at all. She stuck around too long. If I when I walked around the corner and saw that, I'd be like, "See ya." <laughs> <laughs> she, she was taking I mean, it in. She was looking around like, "What the fuck?" She, she wore him like a glove. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> um. <laughs> so after the pool scene happens. Chicks in the hospital. Paul's like, let me get at that. Yeah, let me get up in them goods. And well, but wait, before that, <laughs> bef- before that, doesn't she drive off yeah. and swim to a fucking boat? She did. She slept yeah. with those dudes because when she came back, she was like, I was like, gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> there, was like, two, there were like three dudes on that boat. Yeah, I was like, uh oh. And then yeah. it cut to the, her coming home crying. Yeah. It's like, oh man, you don't let you don't spread it to three more dudes. Yeah, well, I wonder if they all go in at the same time if they all got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they all put their tips together and then <laughs> insert at the same time. You, know, you want to know something crazy? I didn't even put that. I didn't even put two and two together with that. You know what I thought that was? I thought it was her thinking, what if I just get really far the fuck out in the water? Oh, no, she went out there and banged those dudes. Yeah. Because she was all right for a few days. Yeah. And then it showed back up. Yeah. Full force. Yeah, that was before the pool scene happens. Yeah. I mean, well, once once it showed how, well, once that guy explained (laughs) at the beginning that, he has it. He gave it to her. She's got to pass it on. You got to keep passing it on. And if you have had it, you can still see it. He didn't but it ain't know gonna that. Fuck with you. No, nah, I think it'll fuck with you. But I well well no. Where I'm getting at is that you're not you're not getting you're not getting rid of it. You're still gonna die. You're just prolonging oh, yeah. it by making by you're adding to the list. Yeah. And that list will get you know. It'll be checked twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming, dude. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it, like, I mean, bad lieutenant decision was she shouldn't even mess with that guy to begin with. Yeah. Let your daughter yeah. watch this movie. Yeah, for real. You know but, how, but how, but how far, 
But I don't know, like, how far could could some evil like that spread? Much less, we're like, what's its point of origin? That's what I uh, wish they yeah, would have really. <laughs> I wish they would have. I wish there would have at least been that one typical scene in movies like these where they find some professor's blog that's long gone. That's like, I was fucking with shit I shouldn't have. Blah blah blah. This is it. But I think I don't know. I feel like that them not explaining it really added more to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, if 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 they give me too much, I'm like, this is stupid. Well, they didn't. Less is more. Well, they didn't set any ground rules. No, man. It was well, badass. I mean, it, it, it seems. It seems like. What well, seems like if if it if it's if it's with it clearly being something supernatural, it clearly had to be some sort of succubus. Hmm. Succubus. Because it, because if it's if it's <laughs> in game if it's in game is it's just gonna fuck you to death or fuck your soul out like. Which I mean I don't know like it still didn't explain the first kill of the movie if that's the case I don't know it's well, just all kinds of the first kill is the girl that the dude banged after he got it yeah yeah he but her leg is ripped her legs ripped like right the fuck up nearly off I yeah. think she was fighting it. It grabbed her by the leg and did like a Hulk slam, you know, <laughs> Hulk smashed her. She was, she was fighting it, but it wasn't having that. It was really strong. Know. Remember when it knocked that dude back? Like, yeah. I mean, hell far, like <laughs> it left had his bear claw marks on him. Nah, man. When that tall motherfucker him. come walking down that hallway, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> well, like, couldn't this, could, I hate, I hate to go there, but I just can't help it. Could this movie be a movie where like left wing people are getting fucked by nothing? <laughs> like, 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 like all these all these different metaphors that just kept getting thrown in my face throughout the film. I'm like, is that what this movie is a culmination of? Like, they're fi- they're scared of this shit. It's coming, but you can't see it. You can't stop it. You. You don't know what it is. It's like that. What's that? What's that movie where it's? I don't know where. I don't know when. But something's going to happen. So it's like Trump is it. Is that what you're saying? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming well, I'm, for well, you. If it, if it if it wasn't Trump, it was definitely his goddamn Twitter feed. <laughs> like, like this movie's about Trump's Twitter going on a fucking rapist rampage. Oh my god. And, it infects everyone. I just picture Trump's Twitter sitting at a uh, like a coffee table smoking cigarettes, going winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, I just imagine. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, this is the first. I mean, got to be the first president to ever like use Twitter all the time. Like, yeah, Obama's Twitter was like. You know, happy Fourth of July. Yeah, Trump's America. like eat a cock, see it. I thought you said no. I thought you said suck a cock, see you in Reno. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like Trump's like fuck this, going to Vegas. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. On the taxpayers' dime. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. gonna rent the biggest building that I own. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have to get out of here. We have to. It's like never go into a room with no more than two exits, and it's like, well, why? 
when they stay in his building. Well, wait, it could be. (laughs) I'm getting somewhere with this. It could be anywhere. It could be someone you love. It could be, it could be, you know, the the stranger next to you. What is it? Conservatism. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You're like an eagle. That's what, yeah. That's not that I, not. I'm not stating I'm on either side of that, that but I mean, that's <laughs> lo and behold, lo and behold, the argument's there. <laughs> it's, all the pieces are there, man. You just got to put it together. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Oh, I let's, lend, let's, let's, well, I mean, let's lendle the loft this shit, man. Uh, I mean, could it, uh, could, could it have a sequel? Does it deserve a sequel? I don't think a it'll se- get sequel. one. <laughs> it did I well. Want some of that, I, want some of that, I want some of them fresh sequels out uh, there. I'm going to say this. I didn't hate it. No. Like, yeah, I, feel I, like it I don't. No, I, I'm not a big horror fan. And I stuck around and I was like, all right, yeah, that's creepy. That's new. Yeah. You you gave me like Jason or Freddy or something without the character. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's the, just a, it, the, it, and it's way the, creepier that way. <laughs> without the bitch, yeah. yeah. Well, before we do this, I want to I want to comment on one more thing. So she decides after the pool that she's going to pass it on to Paul, who's been trying to get at it the whole time, right? Yeah. And his way of getting it off his back is to go and get a prostitute, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's going to catch it. And then she's obviously going to have sex with somebody else before the night's oh, over. Yeah. So I want to ask y'all, if you woke up tied to a wheelchair. Oh, my God. Like, well, how what would you do to further it from yourself? Well, as soon as like, they let me go, I would beat the fuck out of them. I'd kill them. <laughs> Because they just ruined my life. I have to live in fear of this thing showing up. 24-7. You can't even chill. Like, this thing's no. coming. Yeah. Uh, what I would do, I mean, dude, go really, really far away. Like, right. it would take like, it a while to get there. I, first, I would get on Google and Google how long it take me to walk somewhere. <laughs> and when it's like, you know, five years, I'm like, that's where I'm going. I'm setting a damn notification right now for five years. <laughs> I mean, it would and take then, it a while to get there. Right. I mean, really so far away. So you mean you'd have this moment, Adam, where you're sitting at a desk, you're in the middle of Asia, you've and been running the for music years. gets all creepy, and I'm like, oh no, shit, no, the, it's coming. The, <laughs> no, the, the the door creaks open slowly, and you're like, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. No, what would happen is Adam's going to look out the window and he goes, that dude looks awfully a lot like Travis. Yeah. And uh, you're just like looking straight at me, walking towards me. You're like, you're like why is he walking like that? That's a weird walk. You're like, that's crazy. Travis died in a house fire 15 years ago. Hmm. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Damn. God. Really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to put a smoke alarm on the outside of my house just in case. Griffin's going to drive to I'll your be- house and put one up. Yeah, I'll say like, here, man. Yep, yep. Got an extra smoke y'all alarm. Say a-, say a prayer, y'all. I'm sure it'll work. <laughs> that's one thing they didn't do in this movie was pray yeah for real it wasn't nothing gonna save you from this Um, if you caught it it was lights out once (laughs) i mean once like 
I feel like once once I got it initially, if I ha- if if that whole situation happened to me, I would do what most people probably would do in that movie situation. I would try to figure out what it is. I'd try to prolong it in the process, do the whole run scenes, whatever. But once it hits that point where you see the futility of what you're trying to do and that distancing yourself isn't going to get rid of it, it's just going to like build up to kill you in the oh, end yeah. anyway. I Would you I'd just take yourself just, out? I'd just, yeah, I'd probably just eat a bowl. Uh, living in that constant fear would... Whew. Yeah. Damn. Well, you wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to live a normal life. That's for damn sure. Well, my thing is, is I'm thinking. It's not like you could. It's not like you could ever just like stow that away in the back of your mind, where it's like, uh, guess I better <laughs> go, uh, go, go to the street corner a couple times. But uh, or, or or you know, like say you say you do prolong it. Say you go the route these people did, and they that you know Paul you know, um, nonchalantly goes to the hooker and the hooker obviously is spreading it left and fucking right. When it comes back, what do you do? You're like, all right, uh, let's go to this town's corner. If it was me, I would kick its ass like Peter Griffin fucking that turkey or chicken up. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) So so you would, you would, you would lock yourself every time. No, but every time he showed up, I would just fight him and I would just fight him until one of us died. Would you beat the shit? You, would you beat the shit out of it till you got away for a little while? Yeah, I'd be, like, 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 be like, Doug like, Graydon, oh. high school principal, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Stab him in the eye with a damn pool stick. So, so we I go got a back, baseball bat. I keep around, dog. We we go we go back to Adam in the middle of Asia again. He's at his desk writing. It bleeds. Door cracks open. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Door cracks open. Adam says something snarky like. This is the fifth time you've showed yeah. up, and it's gonna be the sixth time you've got your ass kicked. Oh, he kicks the fucking chair, you know. No, nah, dude. As soon as the door cracks, I'm like, no matter where I go, it follows. And then, <laughs> oh man! And then I get oh, up, yeah, and I kill just... it. I fight it, dude, like Highlander. Gee, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, chop its head off. Or, you know, or, or you if you chop its head cheesy. off, what is it gonna do? I mean, we just, uh, I would say, definitely try to fight it a couple times. Or, you know, we cut back to middle of Asia. Adam's at the desk, writing it out. Door creaks open. Adam's like, so it follows, right? How can it follow something that isn't running? Yeah. Try to follow <laughs> this. <Yeah. laughs> you suddenly, face you suddenly. You suddenly pull out a sword bigger than your body, and you're like, "Let's do this." Yeah, you cut yourself I'm, in the process. You're I'm like, like, "Fuck, nah, you and me outside." <laughs> you, pull, you, pull out, you, pull, you pull out a long spear, and you're like, "I've been training in the fields of Mongolia." See, that's my thing. If you can, draw, you draw, you draw a line in the sand, Adam. Do a couple flashy moves, and you're like, "Come to Papa." Well, my my question is, let's say this is Minecraft rules, right? Like, just oh, for the shit. sake of argument, and you build, like, an obsidian structure, and you lure it inside, and you get out and lock it in there. Is it going to be in there? No. Because it follows, Griffin. Yeah, but, like, it's only one it thing. Also, it's like so you're saying thing. it would be forever bound like a retard just nah, bumping but, into the wall. No, nah, it would get out, over. dude. It would get out. 
Would it phase through all that? Would it bury Allen the fuck out? Like, no, nah, nah, but here's the thing. How could you put it into something? Because it was badass. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you lure it into somewhere that you can lock it up and monitor monitor it. Because, like, the thing is, it was only one coming after you at a time, right? Yeah. It's always going to be walking towards you. It may look like somebody you know or somebody you don't know. It cannot operate. It can operate doors, but it, if the door's locked, then it's going to bust the window or find some other way into or out of whatever building that so, they're in. Well, if it can take a chair to the back, straight up wrestling style. Yeah, that was hit, a collapse. Well, you hit, could shoot it in the <laughs> neck too. Hit, well, you know, hit guy. It hits guy. He flies back ten feet. Why the fuck couldn't it just grab the bottom of that broken ass door when they're in the barn and just rip the fucker right off the hinges? Yeah, for real. I mean, uh, I, I, I I assume most super, pretty much ninety percent of supernatural entities we see in film are almost always equipped with super strength or some sort of tear the world <laughs> apart type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he had powers. Well, I guess you'd have to study it. Learn its powers and try to figure out. See, I would if it was me. If I was in it, follow. You gonna Batman I, it? No, yeah, Griffin I, would turn it. Griffin would turn into Time Cop. <laughs> oh shit! He he, he 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 would he would he would he would break space and time, go back in time, and it would be Griffin, and then future Griffin with a scar over his eye. And like a bandana on his head. And he's like, I've been following it as it follows you. (laughs) Oh, shit. And and past and present Griffin would high five the most epic high five of all time. But the world would. But when you. Yeah. (laughs) The world would like explode and go into like a black hole because you two touch each other. Or no. uh, or, Or. Future Griffin would wear black mechanic gloves, so when they touch, it's like only this thread is keeping the world from blowing up. The past Griffin would be like, how's Adam and Travis? Like, well, Adam's at a fucking desk in Asia somewhere, and Travis apparently died in a house fire because he didn't have a smoke detector. That's Griffin, what you are, it's like, mm-hmm. past me, you better f- not fuck this up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you ever think past yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like you get drunk oh. and you do oh, all some, the time and you wake up and you're like, what happened? And then you're like, oh, everything's fine. And you're like, thank you, past Griffin. Thank you for not fucking future Griffin's life up right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do that. Like, a lot. I, I, well, I, well, past me always fucks me over a lot, especially when it comes to stuff like pizza. Do you ever want to just kick your past self's ass? Oh, dude, on a daily basis. <laughs> I, th- I think that's I think that's the basis of what every human's regret is. Is like, God damn, past me. Why the fuck <laughs> did you do that? Yeah. Because like, there's a lot of times where I, I could go back and be like, past me, if you'd have just shut the fuck up for like five minutes. Yeah. But then again, on the other hand, there's a lot of times where it's like, God damn it, why were you so quiet? Yeah. <laughs> like, so you would be like time cop but time copping yourself you'd go back and be like you're fixing to make a fucking um what is it split timeline decision here I would, oh yeah would you cause a would you create a causal loop or would you erase the future completely with everyone in it and just assume your identity in the past and rebuild a future uh i don't know will you look the same as you look presently 
Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> war torn Griffin would apparently be here and now. So, I mean, you'd have to. You'd have to do, I've got a scar on my face. You, you'd have to go buy you. You'd have to go buy you an ATV. Say you, you thought you could climb a steep hill, didn't pan out right. Fuck oh. trees, you know, like. Nah, man, I'd be like, cut myself, shave. Like, it's over your eye. It's like, hey. it was. A, like, that's why I don't shave anymore. No, no, it's like it's over your eye, but you should have seen those eyebrows of mine. Yeah, they were fucking crawling off my face. Um, if I really though, if I was gonna try to get rid of, well, I mean, you can't get rid of, but I guess deter it as long as possible. I would like find somebody and sleep with them, and then have them sleep with somebody. And then, like, kidnap the person they slip with and then ha- make them sleep with somebody. Then kidnap that person. Like, you know what I mean? Just keep piling the body count up and then, like, keep tabs on these people. You know what I mean? Like you would check in and go, hey, you doing all right? You fucking clean people, right? You're not dying, right? Don't die. Yeah. yeah you haven't seen anything strange, like, walking towards you lately, have you? Like, like, like you haven't seen me on the other side of the world where you're at right now, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, this. right. Cause I'm here. So that's probably what I would do. I would freak out and then just start like I would fuck somebody and then make them like go out and do it and then discard them. You're over. If you see anything weird, call me. Here's my cell phone number. And then take that person and just keep it going for as long as humanly possible. Cause I think that if I could get like a hundred people between it and me, like that I know of, I think I could live a little bit more comfortably. You know what I mean? I I feel like even like the paranoia though. I feel like that would always come back. I would always. Well, then I would have to hang around with somebody that didn't have it. Like (laughs) you would always have to have that plan B beside you. You're like, look, if I start seeing shit, we're going to fuck. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask. Like you, you better like you better give me your consent now, because I, yeah. I will crank I will crank your ass in the middle of this alley. In an <laughs> God, like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's got if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. And imagine, imagine like an action film where that goes down, like you're you're done fucking laying the pop, and then you go, now run, you bitch, <laughs> and he just takes off going, you know, like yeah. Um, well, um. Let's let's rate it. Um, I'll give it a star. Give it a star. Yeah, I mean, I like I liked it. Well, would you buy it? Uh, if I could get it cheap, maybe. Yeah, it's not something I'd watch a, a, a lot of times, though. Like, yeah, but you would check in every now and again. Yeah, I mean, I just wouldn't watch it. It's not like moving up to the top shelf, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna right. watch it as you know as much as I've seen like the Big Lebowski or something, but yeah, I give it a couple um, of spins. No, it was all right. About, I give it a star. Yeah. What about you, Trav? Um, I think I'm gonna give it a half star, and it's not because the movie was bad, but it was because I wanted I wanted more explanation as to what it was. <laughs> instead of instead of honing around the chick's sex guilt, apparently, yeah. Um, but I loved I loved the soundtrack. I thought the camera work was exceptional. Um, but yeah, uh, I would. I, I think I'd have to go with Adam. I I would buy it if it was really cheap. 
Um, I do recommend. I do recommend it. Like, watch it once. Yeah. Yeah. You owe yourself that much with it with this type of movie. Um, I was impressed with that camera work. Yeah. Um, I really, I really, I really enjoyed. Like I said, I enjoyed that it was. Uh, it was kind of detached from time. Like you could watch this movie 10, 15 years down the road and it would still be fresh and weird and kind of, you know, they, they, they did a good job of making it timeless on purpose, I guess. I don't know. Cause I don't think, I don't think throughout the film there was ever a reference to what year it was or what month or like none of that. There was no, no, no grass with time. Didn't matter. And, and I thought that was cool. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to give it a half star myself. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it the second time around way more than I did the first time, like I said before. Um, I thought it's pretty clever. I really, I mean, I enjoyed the story. Um, what I, what I've liked a little bit more explanation. Um Maybe it just depends on how they did it. The only thing, the only problem that I really have with it is the swimming pool shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that was just a little too, too much. But it it was throwing the shit. Well, just the idea that you're going to lure it into the swimming pool and then swim out of the swimming pool. And then I guess everybody's going to run around and dump all the shit in there and try to electrocute it to death. Like, First of all, pick a smaller pool. She has a pool outside of her fucking house, okay? (laughs) Like, come on now. You know what I mean? You don't have Um, enough time to get away from it, though. You think that was a little too extra, I guess? I just think it was a little bit... They got lost in the sauce, man. Well, it got it. It was a little over the top for for the tone and everything. It was just... It was too... It was too... Too much. and I don't think they ever they ever had a moment of dialogue where they're explaining they tried, what the fuck they're doing. Well, they, yeah, where they tried to even let this make sense. Yeah, because there's. I mean, there's I, mean no- I mean, I mean, basic scene building. I guess they left it up to okay. They're obviously going to try to shock it, but well, there's no, still there's no- still like it was still why why did they why did they think that was going to work. Yeah, exactly. There's no indication that you can shock this well, thing and it actually do anything. Why did to the guy it? think he could pass it on and get rid of it? Like, yeah, well, he was just a dumbass. I chalked that up to bad lieutenant. <laughs> that was the first bad lieutenant decision. Well, the first bad lieutenant decision was like going out in the woods and banging the stranger. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that was bad lieutenant decision one. Bad lieutenant decision two was like. Up and leaving her family, not explaining to anybody except for the people with them where they're going and why they're going there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, no um, problems leaving school for a couple yeah, of no days. No fucks were given. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like it was that was bad lieutenant decision because I think, like, to me, it felt like there needed to be one more character introduced other than the kid, somebody that's watching over the kid. The boy that had it, like Jack Black. Oh, um, well, whoever, <laughs> just somebody <laughs> that somebody that um has a little bit more idea of what the hell's going on. Somebody that's like, 
We're going to throw toasters in the water and kill it. And somebody that's like, that's not going to work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Start fucking around with all these toasters. <laughs> you know? so, Here's what I would do if one of my friends caught it. I would say, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near it. Yeah. Sorry this well, happened to you. <laughs> Adam would be on Travago.com getting his Mongolian air passes ready. Yeah, I gotta like, get my desk and ship it to Asia. <laughs> yeah, like his right desk. Um, but I do own it. Yeah, um, is it Blu-ray or DVD? Yeah, I got it at Walmart for five bucks on the Steelbox Steelbook Blu-ray. Uh, I couldn't pass that up. I mean, it is interesting. It's one of the like I said, I enjoyed it this time. I think I'll enjoy it more after I give it another break and watch it. I was just the whole time I was watching it. I was trying to pick up clues as to why the fuck they went to the swimming pool. You know what I'm like? That was my whole goal of watching it again was to see if there was anything that I missed the first time around to give any indication of like electricity may kill it. Let's go to the fucking swimming pool. She loves swimming. You know, like, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it was too much. And why, and and why did the significance of that boy getting his first kiss there matter at all? It didn't. I don't. It was like, do he was like, do you trust me? Let's go to where I first wanted to do you. Yeah, he he was going to use that pool. Yeah, he's like, I got an idea. Saw it in a movie once. Yeah, well, (laughs) it feels to me like he had the conversation. They didn't show where it's like. Can we try something to get rid of it? And if it doesn't work, will you fuck me? And she's like, sure. He's like, let me get the lamps. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let me get everything that is in the house. He had a you swap know? board. <laughs> he pulled it out. Yeah. He's got a, a diagram already drawn. So the pool. they're going to spend the rest of their life running from it together. Well, what I think is going to happen is he passed it on to Hooker. Hooker passed it on to somebody else. Hopefully, whoever. But she, right at the end of the movie. It was following. Yeah. Yeah. It was behind. Yeah, well, it, well, that, but that goes to show you it's like an STD. Yeah. Well, dude said it was still you find chasing some, him. You find, you find someone that's okay with a little tainted gravy and then you fucking. <laughs> yeah. That's some shit you don't want, though. Yeah. I mean, Ain't no medicines you could take for that. <laughs> no. Dallas Fire Club is out of business on that one. Aj- Ajax cannot get rid of that kind of grease. Now, um, well, good job, Corey White. Yeah, this oh, movie deserved two stars, right? Yeah, it's I a think two star did. film. Yeah, it, uh, it played out right. I mean, it's a, it's not a damn. It's better than a B movie. Yeah, you know oh yeah, it was way better than Neon Demon. <laughs> that's, all, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> it was a cool. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a, he was a hard guy. He was a hard boss. Was, yeah, wasn't he, though? It was a hard boss. Hard not boss. Um, well, let's pivot from uh, some horror. Uh, I guess we'll get this comic book bullshit out of the way quick. How's that sound? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, right. I ain't going to uh, get it through quick. Uh, Two hours later. <laughs> and I think Batman's the greatest. <laughs> yeah right uh well the, there's only two <laughs> things they're saying here that um the next wonder woman movie may be set 
in the eighties. I saw that. Maybe because um, you posted it though. That's why I saw Yeah, I, I did post did some, it. Did Griffin's doing work. Uh supposedly set um what the tail end of the Cold War? Maybe something like that. I don't know. They it, something weird. But I don't know. I mean, they can pretty much do whatever they want to do with it, and people are going to go watch it. I just thought that was interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe they will. Fuck it. I did go watch Spider Man. Throw that out there. Yeah. How was that? Um. Hey, okay. did you I, hate it? No, I loved it so it was much, good? man. Yes, I loved it, man. Um. Is this My the first favorite. one that he's put out? The new one? The new guy? Uh, yeah, besides Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Let's hear it, man. It was great. Um, Tom Holland killed it as Spider Man. It was everything that I wanted in a Spider Man movie. And more. And more. Oh, yeah. my God. <clears throat> it was Michael Keaton was incredible. Of course. As the villain. Yes, he was oh, so. He was great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, like my favorite origin stories, even though this wasn't technically an origin story, my favorite standalones, I guess you could say, um, Iron Man, of course, uh, Thor. I really enjoyed Thor. Ant Man. You know, there's there's several good ones. Doctor Strange was really good, but there's just something about this that was it. it it's Marvel movies are all kind of lighthearted and fun for the most part, but there's just something so innocent about this movie. Spider-Man movie. Yes. It played out uh, like uh, an eighties teenage comedy in a lot like of ways. Teen Wolf. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Or Spider-Man. Yeah. And it was Spider-Man fucking up and doing Spider-Man shit. You know, it was great. I encourage any and everybody that's a fan of anything Spider to go watch it. Because it was great. I loved it. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to go any deeper into it. Um, problem that I thought I might have with the movie that I talked about last week is was having too much Robert Downey Jr. in the movie. That is not a problem. Just a little bit? He's in it just enough. Mm. Enough to keep Tied it uh, an official MCU movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, he kind of bookends it in a way. You know, it opens really fucking cool. It the fight at the end and the shit with the with the plane was just great. I mean, Michael Keaton though. You know, they do this cool thing where he's the you know he's in the vulture costume, and I think it's the first time him and Spider Man meet. And he flies up in front of the moon like you did in Batman. And you could see the outline, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's cool they did that, you know? But, uh, yeah, go check it out. I really enjoyed it. I I would like to go watch it again, but I probably won't because I'm broke as fuck. (laughs) So, And there's other movies coming out I want to watch. I want to go watch Valerian and Dunkirk, and there's a lot of shit coming out. So, But, um... We have some Spawn news. Have you heard about the Spawn news, Trav? Uh, last thing I read on it, it was that 
one of the reasons that it was delayed was because Todd McFarlane refuses to let go of any kind of control over it. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty much more of the same. Um, says that um, Spawn is one of the properties that's been trying to do get the big screen ad- uh, adaptation uh, with creator Todd McFarlane working on writing the script with the hopes of directing it as well. McFarlane has been pretty clear on what his vision for the film is, but that might be what's slowing down progress on the movie. Comic book writer and artist isn't swaying one bit on what he wants, which may be giving studios hesitation on picking up the project. Says, so I'm going, I'm just, I'm not selling it, but if you want to see the rough draft, I'll send it to you. But just so everybody knows, I write, produce, direct, non-negotiable. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he said. Um, he's basically saying that... Um, Let Todd, Daddy take care of it. Well, as Todd <laughs> McFarlane, as he goes on to know in an interview with Sci-Fi Wire, he knows that studios won't trust the first-time director with a big-budget film. That's why he's written a tight script that he believes he can make with a small budget of about $10 million. That way the risk is, a, is at least minimalized for the studio that's fronting the money. Um, my, my thoughts on it, just give him the fucking 10 million. Yeah. He's going to make at least 10 million back on it, if not more. And if it sucks, then they know they fucked up and he knows he fucked up, you know? So fucking take a chance. Columbus did, you know, fuck it. That's what. That's all I'm saying about it. I mean, why not? I mean, look at this dude took two million dollars and turned it into fourteen million dollars with a really interesting idea. Now you have a comic book, the creator of the character that wants to write it and direct it. My thing is, and he only wants ten million. He thinks he can do it with ten million dollars. First of all, why doesn't he do a Kickstarter? You know. He could definitely make half, if not more, of that if he did a legitimate Kickstarter for a Spawn movie, right? Well, I feel like with his his penchant for being the artist and everything, he comic books I've always looked at are essentially storyboards that people can read. Yeah, exactly. Um, if the guy can create these landscapes and you know, put it, you know, put the scope of the spawn universe together. Like he has, who's to say he can't do it with a, with a lens. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. No, he's not going to green light a movie and it's going to, it's not going to get fucked up this time. He's like, nah, yeah, not happening again. And, he, and he's put himself in a position where there can probably be no studio meddling, which is amazing, which yeah. is, well, they don't know what's up. Something, which is something that superhero films outside of Marvel need. He's like, I don't know if you read my interview. For their, 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 their studios to leave them the fuck alone. He's like, I don't know uh, if you read my interview, but this script is tight. Okay. Yeah. Like it's tight. tight like a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mean the paper clip. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goes in there and dabs um, on them. Give me the fucking money. Do you think that he would accept if, just say, uh, a studio, oh. well, not not a Kickstarter, but if a studio mm. decides that they want to front the money, but he has to co-direct with someone mm. else? See, my thing is, is, he is right. They're not going to want to give him a big budget film, but if they 
put someone at his side that has made smaller to medium budget films that just kind of learn on the fly. You know what I mean? Well, that's why you have a damn cinematographer and you know, all this other shit. Like you're just sitting there like, yeah, that was good. Next scene. Yeah. You're shooting comic book panels, man. Yeah. I'm well, sure. I mean, it, it would be interesting, and I know a lot of people would be like, Ugh, what the fuck, why, you know? But, um, okay, so remember when the new Fantastic Four came out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Josh Trank, I remember him at one point in his production was saying that he was shooting the film almost like a horror movie. Yeah. And... While I I never watched all of Fantastic Four, I, I did happen. To, I caught enough of it that I think with him doing the the whenever whenever the re, whenever the four go through the interdimensional you know blah 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 to end up in that other dimension, um, and they come back. There's like this moment where you know they're all fucked up, and it's through the perspective of Reed, and he sees like. He sees his friend that's like all fucking rock the fuck out, you know, just you, you see like everyone has been deconstructed and you see like kind of their reconstruction phase going on. Right. Um, I don't know. Let Josh Trank take a whack at Spawn if he was interested in something like that. Um, because I think everyone agrees that most of Fantastic Four, probably uh, the best parts of that movie it's probably on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's not going to budge on anybody else directing it, that's, it, I don't know. My thing is, is, if a studio takes it over, if they put the right producers and cinematographers, et cetera, in place, then it almost doesn't matter. Because him being an artist, he's going to storyboard everything like in color, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's going to look like a comic book after he storyboards it out. All they have to do is recreate it. And then he just has to get the actors to do their thing. Right. So why not? I don't know. If you had to cast spawn, who would you cast? Oh, uh, who would I cast as spawn? What about the guy that played him in the other movie? Michael uh, J. Y. Is he too old? He did a good job. Yeah. Um, what about the dude playing Gunslinger? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, Idris Elba. Yeah, that, that's the ten million gone right there. Oh, uh, he'll take I'll, a he'll take a pay cut. I, I I wouldn't mind seeing Idris Elba's Blade. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, for real. It'll be a serious Blade. Yeah, you know they're gonna let play Blade is gonna be Samuel, uh, not Samuel Jackson, uh, Denzel. <laughs> yeah, right. You want to go to hell? You want to go home? Oh, you want to go to hell? You want to go to heaven? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? I know you like to get wet, Jay. <laughs> so yeah, that's the spawn news. I mean, I, I it's going to happen eventually. I think that he should either kickstart it, get enough money, ten million is not a lot, get it off the ground. No, he can I kickstart mean, that. Who wouldn't throw in a little bit of oh, money, man, to see a good spawn movie? Yeah, you know. You know, if you do Kickstarter too, you get shit like you'll get a copy of the movie or something. But here's what I. But here's the thing: I would really, 
And I hope McFarlane's done this with his script. I would really like to see a Spawn film that doesn't tell us the origin story. Or if it does, keep it within the first 30 minutes of the film. Shit, they can tell that origin story in 10 minutes. Well, they could do it. Yeah, or they could do it in the opening credits. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it ain't nothing but a G thing, baby, you know? So I think that they should Spider-Man it for real, though. After seeing Spider-Man and you already know what the origin story is, fuck it. If they do the Fantastic Four, they don't need to show all that shit again, you know? Just have them be them and have them be fucking awesome. Have Spawn be Spawn and him being fucking Spawn, you know? Um, don't go fucking with it. That's well, the last you know. thing we need is a bunch of motherfuckers yeah. that don't know anything about Spawn. Like, we don't like it. Yeah. Could you do it again? About. It's like, mm, no, man, 10 million. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we got a couple of things couple of television news here yeah can we bring up this did we talk about this on the earlier podcast uh memento they're gonna remake it no what yeah that's the thing dude why heard on hollywood babylon they're remaking it that that movie will not be good at all here's why you remember how uh like uh, i guess that's his one of his earlier films yeah so some company owns it you know well someone bought the company out and they're like oh we own we Memento have- now. We're going to remake it. Oh, you got to see their press release that they had. They're like, we know the movie's great and timeless and all this shit, but they're like, we're going to remake it. We accept the challenge. And it's like, why would you, <laughs> why would you go after? All right. Same that thing happened to be- Donnie Darko. That movie will be a disaster. Oh, it's going to be bad. So only because- I wonder how pissed. Only because- only because for me, Memento was is lightning in a bottle, and you can never like capture it again. It says Ambi Pictures is moving ahead with a remake of the 2000 film, obviously with no involvement from Nolan or his writer brother Jonathan Nolan. Why? Just because of its popularity. Um, mm-hmm. Ambi said in a statement that it makes sense to remake a movie consistently ranked as one of the best films of its decade. People who've seen Memento 10 times still feel like they need to see it one more time. Some people are big fans of Jesus, but I don't see him coming back anytime soon. Hollywood. What the fuck? <laughs> Is that what it said there? Yes. That's what this chick said. <laughs> oh what my God. Fuck? You read that. I'm like, this was that Griffin or the, the, the article? Yeah. It says right here, in buying the rights to the exclusive media group film library, Ambi also has the option to do what it will with Donnie Darko, Cruel Intentions, and Begin Again. Yeah, Don't care about I'm, two of those. Uh, yeah, because yeah, because a Don, another Donnie Darko film is exactly what this world Well, they made. already did that. Like, they made one. Yeah, Remember, so, it was like well, a we, sequel or something? Oh, you mean shit, Darko? Or I mean S. Darko? <laughs> that movie was fucking. That movie was so just. It was abysmal. Yeah, I haven't watched it because of that. That's that uh, same review that everybody tells me. They're like, don't watch it, it if you like the it's original. Just, it, it's just, and it's got nothing to do with that. I mean, regardless of whether that argument is true or not, it's just not a good movie. 
Well, fuck them for trying to remake Memento. That's all I'm going to say. What's I'm going to fucking... I'm protesting well, you at think the movie. Christopher Nolan like, thinks about that. I, I bet he's like, like, nah, that's not cool. Well, I feel like I feel like Nolan, his films should probably get the Kubrick treatment. Leave them like, alone. Don't, don't fuck with them. It's a work yeah. of art. If you, I mean, if you hate them, continue to hate them. Yeah. If you love them, keep loving oh, them. Man, if it ain't broke, alone. don't fix it. They don't, don't need uh, another they, one. They, I mean, I mean, well, we'll have to face the fact that inevitably in 10, 15 years, there'll probably be an Inception remake. Yeah, but we still really don't need that. Fuck it. You know, like I don't want. Well, I'm, I'm, I personally am tired of reboots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was one of those, I was one of those people that was on the bandwagon for a long time. I was like, all right, this is great. Better cameras. We're going to relive uh, a classic. Maybe some better writing. But now yeah, they're remaking but, current films. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not well, that I mean, old. Well, it's it to me. I feel like films that are being made now with the idea that people are rolling in with, like, people are starting to take their nostalgia goggles off, and it's not. Mm, it ain't pretty. Not getting. It's not getting the same. Um. The same admiration, I think, as they would have gotten maybe, say, around the mid-2000s. Yeah. What happened? Well, superheroes. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're I right. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean like the, superhero jo- the superhero genre is one of the best and worst things that happened to cinema. No, the best and worst thing to happen to cinema was Avatar. Oh, I mean, let's right, just be honest. It made the most money, and it was the worst fucking script of yeah. all time. Well, yeah. well, we got to think if it hadn't been the first four or five Marvel films that came out that actually proved, hey, you can take a really shit out your ass story and make it something fun. Yeah, I mean, Avatar. that's what Avatar was. Definitely. Avatar was cool though until you got it home and tried to watch it, and it's like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, like. Like James Cameron shot that film out and was like, "Let's throw some mech suits in there." Well, no, good, but here's the thing, measure. dude. He's he's oblivious. Like he made all that money with that. Most, you know, it's like highest grosser film of all time. So in his head, he's like, "Avatar is a winner." Like, yeah. But everyone went to see it because of the, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, it looks crazy." Yeah. They used a camera that was well, the size of a Volkswagen. So well, when you watch it, it's like, oh, it's like looking well, through a window. You know, well, like the only. And 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 that's exactly it. That's the only no merit replay of value Avatar. though at home. Like the only merit of Avatar was the technology that went into making. And that's why it. people and watch the, it because it was the first and the, and the theater experience. Because yeah. like because yes, I'm right there with a lot of people. When I I went and watched it in theaters, and yeah, I was blown the fuck away. Yeah. But then once you take the 3D glasses off, and you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> and, and you're and you're, you're like, okay, what did I just watch? Yeah. It's like well. Uh, we're about two clicks from Kevin Costner making ourselves a space opera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, cause I mean, every, well, I mean, everyone knows that it's dances with wolves in space. That's all the movie was. Yeah. Right. Um, I liked, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there was plenty in avatar that I was like, okay, I would really like to see more of how this is going on, but do I really want it? No. That was just one of those things to chalk up to, oh, man, it'd be cool if they did that. Not, hey, man, I really want them to do this. This would be so cool. Right. And yeah. I really and I really think that Cameron is 
really riding on his technology to resurrect the hype that this movie had when it first came out. Because, yeah, while Blade, Blade Runner 2049 is coming out, and it's really heavily relying on the fact of a lot of people seeing the first one that came out in the fucking 80s, uh, I don't think Avatar has enough oomph to do that. I don't think you're going to find somewhere somebody being like, hey, guys, you want to come over and watch Avatar tonight? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Nah, I've never heard anyone say that. That's the first time I've heard anyone say it. That like movie night at movie night at Scott's, man. We're gonna watch Avatar. Yeah, in fucking two D, man. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Scott. It's like I just I don't I just don't see it happening, and I don't think the Disney thing is gonna last long with him either. With with the whole Pandora amusement. I think I think they will push it down people's throats to get those initial ticket sales, and then it'll eventually go the way of most theme parks. It'll just it'll have trickle it'll trickle in customers, and then eventually you'll start seeing where nobody fucking gives a shit about giving it maintenance. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is he plans on doing what four more Avatar films. Um, and I believe, and I believe he's going to go uh, Peter Jackson on them too, and film them all together. So my thing is, is the original Avatar, of course, brought in so many people interested in seeing what was happening with 3D and stuff. If he films all four back to back, what gimmick is he possibly going to be able to bring to four different films? Because once people go to the movies and watch it one time, they're going to be like, "Okay, it's okay." It looks good, but it's lacking in the story department unless he's working on something just unbelievable, you know, like Terminator 2 style. You know what I mean? Um, well, if you, well, he's just if making you another recall, Avatar movie because it made were, a killing. He's like, he thinks it's a hit. Well, if like, you recall, you there it? were, I believe it was during, um, it was during the Hobbit trilogy's run through theaters. Um, those those movies were filmed in such a high resolution that when, or maybe I think maybe Jackson and Michael Bay did the same thing. They filmed their films in such a high frame rate that when they gave the settings to people on how to set their projectors to to screen the film, projectors were burning up and not working properly. And I feel like that's going to be the same problem that Cameron's going to run into. No, he's going to have. When he sends the film out, he's going to have to send a projector out to every theater. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. He's going to be like, I've invented this fucking new projector technology. It's going to probably 3D print in front of you. Or better yet, he's fooled us all. And what he's going to do instead is just give everyone a bunch of deep sea nature documentaries. And... It's going to be a box of acid that comes with each copy of the film. <laughs> and you distribute this acid to everyone that's going to watch the movie. It's like if you, you can watch it in 3D and that's great, but you, you're going to want to take this dab, dude. Like, take acid. this before you start. Yeah. Acid vision. When you're watching like, what? The new Avatar. Like, he's going to have to just make the audience trip balls to really That's be That's what like, they'll Whoa. give you when you come in. They get with your ticket. Here's your ticket and your hit. Yeah. Fat nah, guy's going to need two hits. 
Here you go. Like you, you don't, you don't even get a ticket stub though. You get the acid hit, and you're like, "Damn, do I want to take it, or do <laughs> I just put it in my pocket to commemorate what uh, I'm doing?" As soon as you I'm take it, it, someone's like, "Buy the ticket, take the ride, man." <laughs> okay. You know, and then, and then, and then, and then, fucking eight, nine years later, you pop your back, and suddenly your significant other looks really blue for a second. You're like, "Why are you in that?" <laughs> we should open. A theater where when you come in, that's what we do. Like when you walk on the door, we're like, "All right, we give you a drop in the eye, send you in. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody takes you and sets you down. We maybe sit you for an hour and let you watch some crazy movie. <laughs> yeah, come on, that. you make a killing, man. Yeah, we just call it. We call it the trip screen. Yeah, tuning out. It's a triple um, threat feature, man. Yeah. So uh, we got some news for our boy Michael Chaw. Michael C. He's, Hall. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to start in a thriller series entitled Safe. Oh, thought you were going to say uh, Dexter. Ne- <laughs> Dexter. thought he was coming back. Uh, Netflix and France's Canal Plus are in final negotiations to produce an individual with knowledge of the project called The Rap. Hall starred and Showtime's Dexter, of course, and Safe. Um, from veteran thriller author Harlan Coben, who will play a British pediatric surgeon raising two teenage daughters, Jenny and Carrie. Change when one of the daughters sneaks out to a party, and a murder, and a murder and a disappearance follow. So he's going to have a British accent. That'll be interesting. Here's my problem, though. Dress. It dropped out. Is he going to be in a dress? Yeah. Did you say anything after <laughs> you said that he was going to have a British accent? No. Okay. Because it just got quiet and I thought it dropped. But here's the thing. Like, you know, he's a pretty good Dexter. But everything I've seen him in since then, I'm just kind of been like, ah. That's why you need to watch Six Feet Under, Adam. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we did. Uh, we no, talked I about mean, this. Oh, no, yeah, but that was before well, Dexter. I, like, what happened though? I saw him in a couple of movies, and I was just like, ah, "What happened oh, to fucking uh, Dexter, man?" Oh, the, oh, that scene in Gamer where he he, he looks uh, at uh, Gerard Way or uh, Gerard Way, Gerard Butler. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Uh, but when he looks at Gerard Butler, he goes, I got you by the balls, boy. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, for real. I bet Fruit you do. Um, oh, when you watch, when you, when you watch Six Feet Under, you know, that was the first thing you went for was the balls. But anyway. Yeah, you know. So, uh, <laughs> Bill Skarsgård, right? Name sounds play- familiar. He's playing it in the remake of, he's playing Pennywise in the remake of it. He has been cast in Castle Rock. And, uh, yeah, Castle Rock is described as a psychological horror drama set in the Stephen King multi Mm. that combines the mythological scale Mm. and intimate intimate character storytelling of King's best love works. Well, here's where I'm... I don't I don't know I don't know what to think about that because if it's taking place in the King multiverse, then that means at the heart of Castle Rock it's gotta be a Dark Tower storyline. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Because the dark well, because the Dark Tower is the story that deals with the multiverse of King's books. Like that's that's I mean, it's front and present throughout the whole thing. Right. It's the what centerpiece. Well, I mean, the, the, the references to his other novels are not, they're not subtle at all. Like, it's blatant, right? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. uh, uh, the bad guy in the movie, in the, the movie or show, it's going to well, be, uh, what's well, his name? Well, Walter, Walter O'Dim from the Dark Tower is, he's Randall Flagg from The Stand. He's every he's, bad guy. Uh, is he Jack and fucking... Well, he's usually any of the characters that start with will have the initials R F are uh their their iterations of Walter. What was the guy's name in the shining? That's um, Jack Torrance. Th- that was Jack Torrance. Now that's a whole other animal right there, which <laughs> I would love I would love to uh see a um I would love to see Doctor Sleep adapted into a movie. I'm sure they'll get around to it. Yeah. That that pick that picks up from The Shining. It's Stephen um, King. It's so. it um. It's a book I've never had the the pleasure of finishing, but it's what I, what I have read of it and heard of it. I'm I'm very interested in how it continues on that story. Right. Well, it says here that um. Uh combines the mythological scale and intimate character storytelling of King's best loved works, weaving an epic saga of darkness and light played out on a few square miles of Maine woodland. The fictional town of Castle Rock, Maine has served the setting for many of King's books, including Cujo, the dead zone and the body. The series landed a 10 episode order. So what it I think, be... Oh, sorry. I just think it's going to be these events are going to be taking place and they're going to write new stories that um, it's kind of like an investigation, maybe somewhat of what's happening, like behind the scenes, kind of, you know what I mean? Now, it would be cool if they shoehorned in the sun dog. That would be cool. Where a little boy gets a camera and as he's taking the photos, this dog keeps getting closer and closer to the. That. To the image, it's a short story that he wrote in Four Past Midnight, I think. What the fuck? That's creepy. Midnight. That's kind of like it follows one of his one <laughs> of his older. It was in one of his older compilations. It, it was either that or Night Shift. I forget. He's got a lot of, of short story compilations. Right. Show um, enough. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a story he's also got called I'm the Doorway, which is probably one of my favorite ones that he's ever done. And it's about a uh, astronaut that was part of a Venus project. Like a, he he went to Venus. That's what his whole thing was. And when he comes back, he's sitting on the porch out by this dune, and he's just freaking out. And he keeps saying, "I'm the doorway" throughout the story, but he's wrapped in bandages. And when he takes the bandages off, he's covered in eyes. But the thing about it is, he, he sees everything out of all those eyes, so he can see himself. And it's all, you know fucks with it well it's stephen king he is always trying to evoke hp lovecraft in a lot of his stuff especially with a lot of his cosmic terror-esque themes you know yeah where it deals with some unprofound evil that if you tap into it it drives you nuts you know right Sutter kane <laughs> obvious uh, <laughs> yeah uh, um says here that, but uh, um, but, uh I, 
but actually I, I I had a a thing I was thinking about Castle Rock that I think would be cool. Um in the Dark Tower and when I and I, I'm pretty much guaranteed we're gonna see it in the movie at some point. There's these beams like I, I mean I've went into the Dark Tower many times on this podcast, but in very short in a nutshell, each universe is connected to the Dark Tower by a beam. Um there's these events that happen called a beam quake where that beam gets destroyed. And when it does, that universe falls with it. It would be interesting in castle rock. If we get a moment where a beam quake happens and you start seeing shit fall in on itself, but it's done in a way where either you catch on to what it is. And you're like, Oh, I know what that's, I know what that's alluding to. You know, but still leave it in a way where it's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. You, I mean, you never really see what's going on in Midworld and in world and all, you know, the, 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 the land where gun, the gunslingers taking place at and all that stuff. But, you know, the, like the event, the things that Roland is doing on his quest to the tower and his battles with the man in black and the Crimson King and all that, you see like how that, how that affects everything around them. Right. Like you see the collateral damage of them duking it out. And, you know, say the first time that uh, Walter O'Dem fires up the breakers and they destroy one of the beams, that would be really interesting to see the fallout somewhere else far away and how everybody's like, what's going on? You know, and then maybe there's one or two old wise folks. It's like, I've heard of this, you know. Mm, beam quake. Yeah. <laughs> Get your sedentary queen. Well, um, go away, baiting. <laughs> this is uh, Castle Rock is a uh, bad robot. Oh, I haven't so, seen bad. Oh, it's a bad robot production. Yeah, so it's gonna be, you know, bad robot as fuck. Yeah. Basically. Well, well, if it, well, if anyone that that. that that's probably sat and tried to connect the dots between King and law and the show lost knows that like loss, one of Lost's fundamental set pieces is pretty much built around the concept of the dark tower and the multiverse. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the Dharma initiative, well, on the Island, there's these different research stations that are also eerily similar to what is called a Dogen in the dark tower world. And it's just a, a, a station where information and research and all that kind of stuff meddling with shit, you know, well, they all are, they're all scattered around this. Yeah. Fucking around with a time wave, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, we Tarantino the fuck out of everything, but, but each Dharma initiative station is represented by a specific animal. Like it's got its own little, yeah. you know, there's the turtle the station. Um, well, well, each, each beam in the dark tower universe is guarded by a spirit guardian and, uh, one that that I'm interested. Yeah. And one that I'm actually interested. One thing I'm interested in seeing as to whether they adapt it or not. And it, they deal with one of the guardians, which is a turtle, uh, I believe, or Shardik was the bear. I can't remember. But there was a, there's a turtle that guards one beam, and it's something that happens in it that you know goes down, and and they deal with that. And I wonder if 
I wonder if they're gonna if they're if they're gonna they've already sort of marveled the fuck out of the dark tower movie. Um, it's got that look and feel of a superhero film. Yeah. Uh, so like, I wonder if they're going to go the extra step and I know that they're having a, a, at least a trilogy of films and possibly a one to two season run of a show. But I wonder if they're going to go with the films and make a expanded universe with the King universe, because in the dark tower trailer, there's a shot that shows the overlooked hotel and there's also a part where Jake the little boy is actually walking through a dilapidated circus with these balloons that are eerily reminiscent of what Pennywise does, you know. So mm. one one can only speculate. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do what they got to do to get shit done. Just I just I just at the end of the day I just want the Dark Tower to just be a decent film. Hit the high points, do whatever weird shit they want to do with it because I know right off the bat um there's no way they can take those seven novels and with the amount of fast track development that this film has gone under in the past 5 years, I really just don't see them being able to do it 100% justice. So I'm going in with, I'm hyped as hell for it, but I'm going in with absolutely no expectations. Right. Um, Got some hype though. I heard that. Oh, the hype is real for me. Like I really want to see it. I'm going to see it. Oh yeah. I think it's going to be good. But I'm not going to go in the same way I went in trying to watch I'm Legend because I was let down really bad. (laughs) Uh, yeah. like I, Omega Man was I better. Felt, I felt like I felt like uh, Stan and Kenny from South Park when they go watch The Passion of the Christ and they want their money back. Oh shit! Like when, <laughs> like no, when I was done watching I Am Legend, I was so I had so much mixed emotions that I teetered closer towards I fucking hated it. Then oh, it was okay. Was Omega Man better? Uh. As a matter of fact, I think it's safe to say that just about every attempt at adapting I'm Legend uh, other than other than well, the only thing that was actually remotely close was the classic Vincent Price the the last man on earth. Yeah. That's that's the closest interpretation to how I figured I'm Legend would be. Uh-huh. What really even that you? was it Will Smith? Or? Uh well I wouldn't have had a problem with Will Smith because see that's the thing I don't care what race a character I wouldn't in the go book in there <laughs> like well I, I know but no yeah. but but one of I'm just saying no, any, it could gonna, have been anyone gonna, and they picked him if we're gonna if we're gonna bring if we're gonna bring in differences between book and film the two clearest things since we're comparing the Dark Tower and I Am Legend at the time it's the fact that they're they're white protagonists but they're being portrayed as black people in the films and that's not an issue to me 2017 baby you know (laughs) that part i don't care i I know there's a lot of other people that are like well if it's an adaptation then why the fuck would you change what the people look like but for me it for me it was the actual story i didn't like how they wrote out robert neville as he was already a doctor he was helping with all this shit in the book this dude doesn't know diddly shit about vampires, about bacteria, about anything. And there's just this moment in the book where he's like, 
well, I got all the time in the fucking world. I guess I'm going to go figure out what the fuck this is. So he goes, he breaks into a library. He gets all the, as much stuff as he can get. And then he starts researching and learning while he's living in the wasteland, dealing with all the shit. Damn. And I think that was a, a cooler approach to that than he's a doctor and all that the all this vampirism or whatever you wanted to call these creatures in I'm Legend because they sure as fuck weren't vampires or zombie vampires, man. It's a new yeah, but I, I but I do have to admit I'm Legend redeemed itself on DVD when they released the ending that's, that see, showed. That's, I that, saw that. that. That's sh- the ending I saw. That, well, see, that's the ending that should have been. Oh, okay. Because the novel ends, spoilers for anyone who's not read I Am Legend, but at this point, if you haven't read it by now, you're probably not going to read it, so I don't care. By the end of I Am Legend, Neville is locked in a bell tower. He's been tricked by the chick that he saves, and tricked if you remember the, the film, he saves. <laughs> tricked by the chick. She's an agent for the vampires. What you've come to find out is vampirism has not turned everyone into mindless creatures. Society has rebuilt itself, but a la Daybreakers, it's a society of vampires. Neville, as a vampire slayer, he's the monster. He's the legend. Durr. But, and in a way, they alluded to that at the end when it was like those things just wanted, they wanted it. It's hot, his hostage back, you know? Yeah. They kind of alluded to them being intelligent. They weren't just mindless creatures. And I like that they did that because to me that fixed the that fixed the film for me. Right. But at the end of the day it was still dog shit if we're going <laughs> if if we're going the route of is it a good adaptation? Yeah. Because it like I can forgo any casting things, you know. Yeah. But but with the Dark Tower, there are things that I, I already know. There'll be things. I'll, I mean, it'll be a podcast in and of itself where you guys just sit back and let me bitch for an hour and a half about what went wrong with it because I know it's going to happen. Uh. But, but I mean, maybe Idris Elba can carry the film. Uh, and maybe, maybe. And I mean, oh, you know, yeah. and, and as far as like A-list star power, I really think McConaughey is about the only oh person who God. could pull the man in black off. Can't be saying um, shit like that. The, the longer, I, the longer I've sat and chewed on the thought of him and, 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 and harking back to his delivery and true detective to me, true detective, the way he acted there, I feel like that's going to be somewhat the same way he acts as that. That's going to be his interpretation of Walter O'Dim. Right. Extremely intelligent, extremely egotistical, but very creepy. And he's uh-huh. gonna red he's gonna red pill the shit out of you when you're fucking sitting there watching him. You know. Oh, uh, all right. There's a because there's a moment there's a moment in the Gunslinger where Roland catches up with his ass, and they sit down and they and they talk. They call it palaver pal, or palaver however you pronounce it, but that's their form of formally sitting down and talking and debating and stuff. Um, and while they're doing that, uh, the man in black, just truth bomb after truth bomb going into the multiverse, explaining that like what you're doing ain't shit to what's, what's, what's that shows you there's a broader story at play, you know? Right. And 
I think if I feel like they might end with that or if, or if anything, they give us a moment where it cuts back to them at the Golgotha having that having that discussion because the big caveat to this film is that it's a continuation and not really an adaptation. Right. But I'm, I'm going to end it. I, I'm going to end it there. Cause this shit could go on and I've already went down this rabbit hole with you guys a million fucking times already. <laughs> it's I mean, coming out. I'm excited. I'm going to bitch about some of it. The uh-huh. end. Yeah. They, they dropped a new trailer for it. So, you know, I have not seen this, this said trailer, so I'm going to have to, yeah, I haven't watched it either. But I'm gonna have to get on some interwebs. Yeah, it's blowing up all over Facebook. People a new are trailer ready, for ready. what? Dark Tower. What? Yeah. When did that drop? Uh, a few days ago. Holy I mean, shit! Where have I been? Let's see. I gotta I'll see it. And when I mean wait, man, it's probably gonna be a minute before I can even watch it. That's all, all right. right. We'll, we'll wait on it. We'll keep going. Yeah, while it's loading. Um. George R. R. Martin to produce Who Fears Death series adaptation for HBO. Um, HBO's in early development on a series adaptation of the novel Who Fears Death with Game of Thrones scribe George R. R. Martin attached as an executive producer. Mm. Uh, yeah. The novel takes place in post-apocalyptic Africa in which the Nuru tribe has enslaved the Okiki people and now look to eradicate them for good. An Okiki woman who was raped by Nuru man gives birth to a daughter that she names Anya Sanwu. Which sandwich. Means oh, <laughs> Anya <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> yeah, Anya Sanwu which means who fears death. As the child grows, she develops magical powers, ultimately discovering that she is being targeted by a powerful force that wants her dead. Um, I'm in. I mean, shit, HBO hasn't done me wrong yet. So. No, man, they, they know what's up. Yeah, so I'm interested. They know what's up. It's HBO. See what that smell like. Yeah, what does yeah. that smell like? Yeah, who's going to do the Dark Tower TV series? Because they're going to do some TV shit, right? I don't think they've uh, announced yet anything <laughs> about that. It was in the original blueprint. Yeah. I don't know if it's <laughs> in the new one. Yeah, for real, right? What they could do is just tie it in with all these movies, though. It's kind of weird I mean, they're why? all coming out around the same time. Yeah. What if Matthew yeah. McConaughey played the villain in every movie? He dressed up like Pennywise. He's like, what you afraid of? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you afraid of? <laughs> you can't smoke weed. You're a lot cooler if you're dead, you know? <laughs> that would be fucking amazing, man. Um, another thing here. says, uh, Clint Eastwood, in an unconventional move, has tapped, excuse me, has has tapped Anthony Sadler, Alec Scarlatos, and Spencer Stone to play themselves in his next movie, The 1517 to Paris. The film will tell the story of three American soldiers who stopped a terrorist on a train bound for Paris. So he's he's hiring 
the actual American soldiers that was part of this to play themselves in a movie adaptation of the things that happened. I'm I'm not really sure how I feel about that. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm glad that he's thinking outside the box, of course. I'm just wondering how I don't know. A soldier's how a soldier will act, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um it's got Jenna Fisher, Judy Greer, and Ray uh, Corasani. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's happening. He's he's working on it right now. He's the three Americans will be playing themselves. So it kind of makes me want to watch that movie more, just mm-hmm. to see what's up with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What that smell like? Uh, I'm ready to try to give this trailer a shot. Y'all Is it are. loaded up like a lot of it? It's uh, it's about it's almost near the end. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. See. <laughs> All right. That looks good though. Uh, here's why I'm excited. That My looks little good, tiny. Th- it's just small shit in that trailer that stokes me more. For instance, when he says. Everyone that rolls with you dies by my hand, right? And he says, no more. That's a very profound thing as far as how the books pan out and how Roland's journey since the very beginnings happened. You think this is going to be the time that he gets it right? I think so. Oh, wow. So we'll get a different ending. Like, it's like, oh. Yeah. That's why I'm excited because I feel like. I feel like this is this is this is when Roland gets it right and that's going to piss a lot of people off but for me I like the finale the finality that it's going to bring to the story as a whole and I love that cuz one of the things you, you that gets drilled into your head is that the dark tower is not only a physical object but a metaphorical one so if it can be all those things, why can't it be a metaphysical one? And for instance, you have the seven novels of the Dark Tower, right? You also have the countless issues of comics based on it that are out now. The film is picking up where the books have left off, whereas the comic books started a backstory and has built up to actually adapting the novels, if I'm not mistaken now. Right. Um, so it's like you're you're looking at different levels of the dark tower. Um, I don't know. It, I it, I'm just excited because I feel like the film is like me and Adam was saying a minute ago. I feel like it's going to be the time that Roland gets to the tower and he's done it right. Because one of the biggest things that you don't see, not only in the first trailer, but not even in this one is the fact that there's no Eddie Dean and there's no Susan or Odetta. And those are two people that become part of his group, and they are actually main characters of the novels. Right. Um, He pulls them through portals on this beach that it... 
I don't want to go into another hour long tangent, but you know, he, it's these people that are like main characters that are completely gone in this trailer. But I, it makes sense how Jake is still around because he's, he's a recurring, he's a recurring person throughout the universes. Like when, like, there's an instance where he dies in one book and he, he gets plucked out of another universe that he comes back into like this weird, this weird cycle that he's a part of. Right. Almost like he's cursed by the dark tower the same way that Roland is. Right. Um, I mean, if anyone that's watching this has read the dark tower books or haven't read them, and I've spoiled them or what have you, they're still worth reading. I, I can't stress it enough. If you love a good story, if you love a good book, that series is one of them. Um, yeah, they're not the most perfectly literate, lit, you know, perfect examples of literature in the world, but they're fucking damn near good. They're damn not damn near good, damn near perfect. Um, a lot of stuff that it hits home is amazing, so... Well, I'm excited. Yeah. It's coming out soon. Um, like really soon, right? I believe see. it comes out in August or September. Let me see. August the 4th, so less than a month away. Um, Let's see. Sounds extremely cheesy, but it's one of those films that I feel like I'm going to try to find a way to uh, not go to work that day. <laughs> I'm calling in Dark Tower, baby. Fuck it. Well, they'll show a uh, seven o'clock showing on Thursday night, and then it'll oh, release what? On... Dark Tower. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing that with almost every movie. It comes out this Thursday. No, 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 oh, no, 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 Holy no. shit! I'm like, let's <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, oh, hyperventilate. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, if it did, I would definitely be there. I would be there Friday Friday at one thirty because I'm off Friday actually. It's and uh, I would. That's actually what I'm going to try to get my viewing of Spider Man in is this Friday. What if Dark Tower yeah. was out? You'd be like, "Fuck Spider Man." <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Marvel can can get their money from someone else because I'd be giving yeah, it to maybe Sony next that week. Weekend. I mean, you're going to be giving it to Sony either way. Am I right? <laughs> Dark Tower looks amazing. It does. I can't wait. Comes out in three weeks, four weeks. Matthew McConaughey's killing in these trailers. Yeah. He's super creepy. You know, like, (laughs) yeah. He's such a good bad guy. Everyone that follows you dies by my hand. It's like like the dude from True Detective, but. Yeah, he's like, I'll, he's like, I'll, I'll see you a bunch of troubadours later. I got a Dallas Buyers Club that needs help. Yeah, that movie's so good. I've watched that movie so many times. Um, y'all want to go out on a high note? Always. All right. Guess who's working on a new movie? Quentin. Of course. Quentin is working on a new film. And in talks with Brad Pitt to star. Ooh, Quentin, what you up to, you old sag? 
Tarantino, along with longtime producers Harvey and Bob Weinstein, are reportedly putting together a new film based on the Manson family murders. Oh, fuck. Why? According to The Hollywood Reporter, Brad Pitt has been approached to star, as has Jennifer Lawrence. No, man. You fuck. I don't know about that. If the movie comes together, it would be Tarantino's first film to be based on true events, assuming you don't count Aldo Rain's murderous rampage through Germany and Inglourious Bastards. <laughs> you better be quit fucking around with that. Why did he agree to that? That's not his. That that's not his bag, though, man. Like, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of weird. Like thirty minutes. It's going to be 30 minutes of a Quentin Tarantino spastic Manson yeah. being like, so what we're going to be fucking doing now is Sharon yeah. Tate's places over there. We're going to be fucking around in their It'd blood. It'd be cool you if know? he like played one of the, the, you know, one of his little followers. Oh my God. Hey, wh- what if we write death to pigs on the wall? Shut up. Wonder David. who uh, Sam Jackson will play. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so what's uh, this, what's this dead motherfucking bitch doing in this dead motherfucking house? Yeah, I'm. I I'm interested. I think that he's gonna gonna take the uh, uh, hateful aid approach, and it's all gonna take place in one location. <laughs> well, here's what, well, here's what I would like to see out of it. Well, I loved his view of World War Two. Yeah, I loved his fictional revenge ploitation, whatever the fuck he wants to call it. Is he going to change uh, of it? Inglorious Bastards. It would be crazy if it was a Charles Manson film where Tate fucking wrecks his shit. Yeah. She bangs um, a black I mean, dude, and then. I mean, I mean, granted, <laughs> this is. I mean, gra- this is just. This, <laughs> this is just. This is just off the wall. I hope, but that... I just don't. I just don't see. I just don't see that being worth the fuck. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that is kind of disappointing that that's his next movie. But um, it will be good. Whatever he does, though, will be good. He makes a good movie. I mean, he's got a good track record, though. You know? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it holds up, but the Manson It's very strange really, that that's is, what he wants to do. Like, that's, that's, that's very strange. Obviously, he's got a script. Did he write it? Yeah. Well, I mean. He better quit, he better quit fucking around with the Manson murders. You know, though. he smokes a lot of weed, dude. Like he he's he burns down. So, well, well I mean, you know, I guess I guess to be on the more optimistic side with Griffin, I mean, he's he he's clearly he clearly has to have a a pretty good idea how he can make this worth a damn. Oh yeah, he'll do it. Yeah, he's gonna make it good. It's gonna I'm gonna add it to the collection no matter what. Yeah, and there's a lot of other people that will too. Yeah, just and because. Knows, yeah. yeah, I think I think it'll be an interesting take on that that story, or like you said, he may Change completely. It. Yeah, he may. It may be an alternative history. I would imagine that his uh, Charles Manson is going to be pretty brutal. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you know, they're going to slaughter all those people. Manson's going to pop out a red apple cigarette. Yeah. yeah, right. Cut on stuck in the middle with you. Um, back on track with a little kid. Yeah, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, losing my mind. Harvey Cotell needs to play the detective. 
Oh my god! And he bad lieutenants the fuck out of it. Why are you? He does. He does. There's gonna be a scene where the guy got the information wrong. He's like, "Where were you?" Like yeah. at the very end. Well, like at the very end when all the people die and the murders are committed, he rolls up off the scene. He looks at the cop that's supposed to be keeping watch. It's Where Sam Jackson. You? It's Sam yeah. Jackson. That's his scene. Yeah, yeah. His scene is that he was supposed to be watching the place, but instead he's burning down and talking philosophy with somebody. Sharon Tate's motherfucking dead in that motherfucking house. what you know he says something stupid he's like you know it's like what do you call what do you call 13 kilos of cocaine in the evidence room what a damn shame (laughs) 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 yeah was that from jackie brown no, like that I sounds just, like, I mean, so that sounds I, like a Jackie Brown line there. Yeah, it does. I, I just I, I pulled it His out. His character of my ass, was badass in Jackie Brown. Well, you absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room, except no substitute. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. Um. So yeah, what are we gonna do next week? Oh my god! I mean, we're we're gonna watch le- something leading up to Alien. Oh, we're going to start that, right? Right. Yeah, so do y'all want to do... All right, so we've got three movies here. Let's see. I'm pretty sure Close Encounters came out first. We were going to watch that one first. We we talked about that. What else? Close Encounters, The Abyss. That's like 91, 92. And then Fire in the Sky. I think that's going to be close with The Abyss. I think that was 94. Okay. No, 89 was Ooh. when the abyss came out. Yeah. So it's Fire in the Sky's 90s, right? Yeah. I'm looking it up. Fire. I'm looking too. 93. 93. So uh, Close the Encounters, the Abyss, Fire in the Sky, and then Alien Covenant. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I freaking love this movie. What movie are we watching first? Close encounter. That's right. Uh, I'm excited to go back and watch this in Blu-ray quality. Yeah, because I've seen it on DVD, but never, you know, Blu-ray quality, which I know exists. Yeah, I might order a Blu-ray copy just for it because I've got it on special. I'm gonna download like like a 30 gig version. (laughs) I've got a special edition four disc DVD of Close Encounter. It probably look just as good. Yeah. Ah, it, you can tell though when you watch Blu-ray, it's like, damn, this looks real. Especially for something that oh. was released in 1977 on film. Yeah, yeah, exactly Ooh. on film. It's like a drug. So you can't get enough of that. Yeah, I want to smoke it all. Yeah. Smoke it all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Burn down a like close encounters. Um. So, good job, Mr. White. Yeah. On pick. He did a great job. Hats off to you. <clears throat> um, may have some. It's better than some, Avatar. Yeah, way better. May uh, have some people lined up in the future to do the same thing. Um, get some different people. Pick a movie for us, you know. If... Uh, Tweet us. We might pick you to pick a movie for us. You know what I'm saying? At Real Estate Pod. Um, 
if we get enough Twitter followers, how many Twitter Twitter followers do we need to have a good poll? I don't know, a hundred. <laughs> I mean, let's be at least a hundred. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I was gonna say like twenty. Twenty thousand. Oh. Oh. You said total followers. I'm like, let's get a hundred in there and do a real poll. Like, I want to be like that dude standing there with a the clipboard and in the room full of people with the microphone sending it around. What do you think about yeah. Trump's presidency? You know, the first hundred days. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job. I like what he's doing with Air Force One. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck's going on, do you? Yeah, for real. No. Anyway. Um. Well, we have one hey, follower right now. Well, if we were gonna have a spot, is Corey is Corey White gonna do anything? What do you is mean? Gonna be any follow ups that I could insert into the episode? We talked about that at the beginning. Oh, uh, not that I know of. No, that's all we needed was the, I was going to get a a little intro for that if it was happening, because it'd be too late later on, but. Nah, we we should bring Corey White in on an episode one time. We're going to make him watch something. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Naked Lunch. Oh, no, I don't want to do that to him. (laughs) His head will explode. (laughs) Trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, he'll start seizing on Wake for like, days. Yeah. Seeing centipedes uh, and shit. Like, yeah, you guys don't understand. Yeah. I had to throw my typewriters out. It's like, well, what? Typewriters following me around. Yeah. <laughs> they have buttholes they talk out of. Yeah. Oh, we've got one Twitter follower. It's probably me. No, it's, that, it's the one of the guys from, uh, yeah. What you call him? Yeah, check that out too. Podcast Time Forgot. Um, they released a new episode a couple of days ago Spider-Man. on Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna listen to it soon. I listened to one yesterday, I think, where they did uh, Wonder Woman. I believe uh-huh. was the last one because I saw that, and I, you know, yeah, we'll get back Wonder on track. Woman. We'll hit that. On down oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever that comes out, I want to do Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. I want to do them all three in one go. Uh-huh. We can establish our feelings. What we'll do the- is we'll do those leading up to, what, the Justice Wonder League Woman. or something? Because uh, it'll probably could. be a while before we hit them. Yeah, that'll work. Justice League will be coming out when? Uh, November the 18th. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll get around do, to it. We'll do all of them leading up to that. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, there's a, there's four. Yeah, Suicide Squad. <laughs> I still haven't watched it. I mean, the reviews no. were so bad that I'm just like, I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah. Now you no got comment. the two Superman movies, the uh, Wonder Woman movie, and then Justice League. Yeah, are we going Second to do the Batman movies and watch it? I mean, no, we might see what's up. Yeah, meet we'll up source somewhere. Fund it. Yeah, we're gonna need a thousand dollars, and we'll watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, for real. Person. We gotta, we gotta fly Adam. We gotta fly. Now we're all gonna meet in the middle somewhere where nobody can fuck with us. Like in Rome, anywhere. Like we're gonna watch it at a drive-in. Oh fuck that! 
<laughs> we're gonna eat ten- hot dogs and have nacho nacho cheese with a little bit of chili powder in it. There's two things that I will refuse to do, and I will continue what, to eat refuse. a funnel cake and go to the drive-in. No, no, going to the drive-in is one of them. If I want to watch a movie, I'm not going to the fucking drive-in. And second of all, if I want to watch a movie, I do not want to go to Fort Payne and watch it. Yeah, you want to go to Scottsboro? Yeah. Why are you trying to stay out of Fort Payne? But it doesn't have the stadium seating. That's right. It's old. Every time I go to a theater like that, the tallest person in the fucking (laughs) galaxy sits right in front of me. Fuck this guy. and Anybody that's behind me. The chairs are made for people from the 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> do not have weight problems like yeah. I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that was I before could... weight problems existed. Yeah, right? Everybody was skinny. I mean, if I go to Fort Payne, I'm going to bring my own chair. <laughs> I'm going to fucking plop Set it out of my aisle. aisle. Yeah. You got like mean, one of those badass chairs you go to like a football game in? Yeah, it's got the fucking foot prop and everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm watching fucking. You got Superman, a place to put man. your co- you got a little koozie section, a little I place got, to I put your co- remote. You put your phone in there. You're set up, dude. Like, yeah, I got a cooler in the back. No big deal. I hate when you go to the movies and people fuck around their phones in front of you. Yeah, and I'm like, I hey, uh, could you turn the fucking brightness down a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, it's like the it's like I'm watching a movie. I'm sitting behind the sun. What the hell, man? It's Holy a shit. Just shine. I'm trying to the watch darkness. fucking Keanu Reeves kick some ass here, fucking John Wick, and you're damn looking at the sun. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Texting somebody. You know you ain't got cell service. Yeah, in you're there. not on there scanning doing. Facebook. It ain't even it ain't even nothing important, like just looking. I know I have some candy crush invite somewhere, you know? Yeah. Trolling over Get here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, you don't want to be at the movies and don't be at the movies. Yeah. All right. So um, next week we got Close Encounters. I'm uh, super excited about that. Hit us up on the Facebook and Twitter. Like, subscribe. Yeah, we need 100 followers on Twitter so we can do a poll. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Yes, please. Got a mystery poll coming. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the podcast Time Forgot. Yeah. See what those guys got going on. Maybe we'll have a, like I said, a, a battle of the wits eventually. A release date showdown. Release, release date, date death, death match. match. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, something like that. I'll allow it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, how are we going to end it, you know? Well, after watching that Dark Tower trailer, the check's in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it ever. <laughs>